of the wrestling capital of the world. There's only one man that can bring you the greatest podcast. Welcome to his sports room, the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast. Here is our host, EAS. Escovias, the champion of wrestling podcast, episode 153. Downloads an amazing 19,000 SmackDown results, AEW Rampage results, AEW Collision results, Raw results, NXT results, AEW Dynamite results, NXT week. Um, next week, we're going to give you WWE Crown Jewel predictions, NFL Week 8 predictions. EAS Playbook every week, exclusive Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This week's show, episode 130, the five year war in ECW between Raven and the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer. Book of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, DVD of the Week, Top 10 Singles and Tag Teams, Women's Top 10, EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, Match of the Week, EAS Flashback, This Day in History, EAS's Stock Up or Stock Down, EAS's Fave 5 for the men and for the women. Also, EAS Spotlight, one of EAS's favorites, Top 50 Greatest Wrestlers of Southwest Championship Wrestling, 10 to 5, getting close, really close to the Mount Rushmore. In two weeks, the top 50 super heavyweights, 50 to 41. Follow me from the desk of EAS Entertainment, Wrestling Historian. We're on Facebook, Podbean, download all 152 episodes. Follow me on the X at EAS Desk of 2004. Big shout-outs to Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, Ron, and Knoxville, John in Detroit, Haynes, and West Virginia. Bookshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grace and Garrett in Midland. Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island. David in Tucson, Kelly in Camp, Michigan, Olivia in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, Kim and Brad Midland, and Michael and Cheyenne in Sioux St. Marie. Thank you for joining us here at the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast. We are live from the wrestling capital of the world. It is 55 degrees, mostly cloudy here in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. And I wanted to tell everybody that I am celebrating another anniversary this week, 30 years with my company. So EAS has been pretty blessed this year, not only having... The wrestling capital, the desk of EAS Chamber of Wrestling podcast. Uh, very happy about that being three years long, but also 30 years with my company. So I'm very blessed about that. Thank you for all the love and attention on my Facebook page, uh, my regular Facebook page. Uh, the Wise Man of the Bloodline kicks off this week's show for WWE's SmackDown. From there, we hear, ladies and gentlemen, in the ring, we see the Wise Man of the Bloodline. Paul Heyman kicks off the show. He talks about Jimmy Uso. Causing Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes the undisputed WWE World Tag Team Championships on this past week's episode of Monday Night Raw. Then he talks about the Los Angeles Times breaking the story hours ago that Roman Reigns will be defending the WWE Universal Championship against LA Knight at the WWE Crown Jewel 2023 event. He says he's like the crowd, except he's from New York and they're from Texas. And he's richer and dresses better. Says they're all fans of LA Knight. Crowd cheers on Heyman's case with LA Knight's yeah chant at every thing he says to which Heyman replies don't do that while I'm talking he tells us November 4th is the last damn time we're ever going to see LA Knight in the ring because the crown jewel is going to get smashed by the reigning defending undisputed WWE champion the head of the table and the tribal chief Roman Reigns when he finishes that statement we hear the sound of LA Knight's theme music and the crowd goes bonkers as the megastar makes his way to the ring tells Heyman if you want to make noise make some noise because all you've been doing out here is making noise. Wow, just, just, wow. Knight goes on to play cat and mouse with Heyman, telling him to leave and then stopping him from doing so. He talks about how Roman Reigns is scared and should be because he's never seen anybody like him before. 
as fast as he has risen in WWE, is as fast as he's going to take that title off him at Crown Jewel. Knight announces a contract signing between he and Reigns for Crown Jewel the next week's show, which is tonight. Uh, Santos Escobar is wrestling tonight and uh, against Montez Ford. This was a great matchup. Enjoyed this very much. But Montez Ford beats Santos Escobar of the Latino World Order. Montez Ford looked awesome in this matchup. Was vicious and wins this match uh, in a close one. EO Sky appears for the title events against Charlotte Flair. See EO Sky getting a pep talk from Bailey and Dakota Kai of Damage Crow backstage. Rey Mysterio is backstage with LWO and Carlito. Uh, when they return from the break, Carlito is standing by with the LWO when Zelina Vega and Rey Mysterio come up. They all talk, and when Rey mentions how Logan Paul is going to call him out, Zelina asks if Rey wants him to come out with him. Rey thanks her but says he's flying slow tonight. Off he goes. The Brawling Brutes attack pretty deadly and beat him up pretty bad. Jimmy Uso talks with, Ar- with arrogance about his recent actions. Uh what he did in Monday Night Raw to help make Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes lose the Undisputed World Tag Team Championships. Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa look annoyed as he babbles away. John Cena talks, 2002-day record. Remember what we shoot to the hallways? He says, the greatest all-time walk in the commentators mentioned John Cena is coming up next, and he heading to another commercial break. When you return, see a goofy pro wrestling-style commercial promoting Bad Bunny's hosting a musical guest. Don't care about that. Cena sprints to the ring and settles inside a big pop. He talks about tonight's show in San Antonio being sold out. Now every everyone is watching around the world can see this place is fired up. The fans chant Cena, Cena, and then th- uh, thank you, Cena. Cena says, I have won uh, on TV in 2002 days. Well, Roman Reigns' streak as the World's Heavyweight Undisputed World Champion is 1,138 days. John gets emotional as he mentions his last one was in 2018 and that he is close to thinking about retiring from the ring. Solo Sokoa and uh, Uso attack John Cena. Jay uh, Jay Uso makes the save. And uh, here comes, makes Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso attack John Cena. Jay Uso makes the save. The Unholy Union is coming. We see footage of Logan Paul's victory over Dylan Danis and calling out Rey Mysterio to the win. That he says he wants the United States Heavyweight Championship. Nick Dallas kicks Jey Uso and Adam Pierce out of SmackDown. Logan Paul calls calls out Rey Mysterio, and uh, they go. Logan calls Dylan pathetic excuse for a fighter. Says if he wanted a real competitor, he could have just had another WWE match. He boasts beating up an online troll and coward who hides behind the mask of the internet. He says, speaking of people who hide behind masks, the crowd boos. Logan says he's not here for Rey Mysterio. He says he's already beaten him in his first ever WWE match. He says last time he wrestled Rey Mysterio, Dominic was still his son. Roman Reigns was still showing up to WrestleMania, and LA Knight didn't even have a job, which is harsh words from Mr. Logan Paul. Um, and now he he's going to win the United States Heavyweight Championship. He agrees with Dominic Mysterio that his dad is a deadbeat dad. And uh, I thought, wow, okay, this is what we're doing here. And uh, so it was it was funny how he was doing that. And I'm like, wow, are you kidding me right now uh, that you're going to call out Ray Mysterio, a deadbeat dad? Give me a break. But Logan Paul walks out of the arena. He's still talking about, uh, still talking about, uh, we'll hear more about that on Monday on Ricochet's girlfriend or fiance on that as well. And uh, 
it was a good uh, SmackDown so far. Austin Theory and Grayson Waller and Dragon Lee. And Dragon Lee, Grayson, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller, great tag team. Took out Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes. It was a good tag team matchup. Not a, you know, both men did really well, but Austin Theory and Grayson Waller win this matchup. Dragon Lee has been red hot. You're going to put him with Cameron Grimes, who has not been red hot at all. And Austin Theory and Grayson Waller win this matchup. Kathy Kelly sits down with SmackDown's newest superstar. Uh, she says, now we go, Kathy Kelly is sitting down, Kevin Owens in a Yokozuna t-shirt. She asks him about being traded to SmackDown from Raw in exchange for Jey Uso. Going over SmackDown to Raw, he calls it bittersweet because he's not in the same brand as his best friend, Sami Zayn, and he feels they didn't get a fair shot at winning back the tag titles. They won in the main event of WrestleMania. He goes to mention having history with some people on SmackDown, such as the Bloodline, joking that his Yokozuna t-shirt is just a coincidence. Then talks about having never wrestled Rey Mysterio or Sheamus in singles matches. Mentions Austin Theory and Grayson Waller as people on SmackDown. They like to punch in the face. EO Sky, the women's, the undisputed champion, takes on Charlotte Flair. This was actually a really good matchup. And uh, if it wasn't for damage control interfering, what a beautiful move by EO Sky using uh, the belt to, uh, hidden to smash uh, Charlotte Flair in the face. EO Sky gets the win. Good matchup. These ladies are a good match in the ring. And uh, it was fun to watch SmackDown this week. Rampage is heading your way here in mere moments. As Rampage comes up, we're in Fort Bend Epic Epicenter in Rosenberg, Texas. Two out of three fall CMLL's World Historic Middleweight Championship. The luchador legend Mystico takes in both a non-title match against CML World Historic Welterweight Champion Rocky Ozerio Romero. And the oldest titles around the waist of Mystico. The matchup was two out of three falls. Both men got a fall, and then Mystico went on to win this matchup in a great high-flying action. Both men are bitter rivals in CMLL. If you get a chance, this is actually considered match of the week. Excellent matchup. Uh, Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal uh, wants the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. Lethal says, you only want that championship because it was held by your trainer, Homicide. Let me talk about Eddie Kingston. Uh, let me put it into this sad rain, so I demand that I get a Ring of Honor world title. Sokol Hathaway said he had an idea. This Saturday will be Jeff Jarrett versus Eddie Kingston. If Jeff wins, Jay Lethal will get a shot at the ROH World Championship. Kingston says, you don't have to mention Homicide's name. You think I don't know about Memphis wrestling, Jeff? Grew up on that. I'm going to take you out, and I'm going to eat you alive. And it was a Memphis street fight. Jarrett says, see you Saturday. AEW International Championship. Brothers A versus Dark Orders, John Silver and Kip Sabian. The winner will get a shot at the international championship, and uh, and John Silver went on to in three way dance. Brother Zay, Dark Horse, John Silver, and Kip Sabian. The winner of this was, uh, I believe, John Silver. I could be wrong when it comes up to this. John Silver face Orange Cash tomorrow at AEW Inter for the international championship. I was right. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club with Claudio Castanelli and Wheeler Udo versus Bonnie Hunter, Brian Keith, and Exodus Prime. Blackpool Combat Club wins this pretty easily. Uh, backstage, we go to Renee, Daniel Garcia, Matt Menard, Angela Parker, Jake Hager, and Anna Jay. Menard said, it's not about the dancing anymore. You've got a real problem, Garcia. Hager says, enough. Figure this out. and then give up the hat for this. Anna, Jake's right. If you guys have any chance of winning tomorrow, then get it together right now. Angelo, she's right. If you want to win tomorrow, Matt and, Gar Matt and Garcia need to squash it. I hate that dance, Garcia, but I love you. Consider it squash. Garcia, Menard, shook hands. Garcia, you're looking at your new AEW Trios Championship. ROH World Trios Championship, the Young Bucks 
And uh, Adam Hangman Page backstage. Hangman says, we haven't forgotten about our responsibility to defend these belts. Nick Jackson says, good point. And I think we should defend them on Wednesday. We'll take on anyone in and an open challenge for any trio. Sky Blue took on the outcast Ruby Soho in the main event. Ruby Soho goes on to win this matchup. It was a pretty good matchup, not a great matchup, and uh, but uh, Ruby Soho uh, goes on to win this matchup. AEW Collision and Battle of the Belts. We'll tell you that in mere moments. So we give a big shout-out to Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, Ron, and Oxel, Jonathan, Detroit, Haynes, and West Virginia, and Buckshot, and the Sioux. Also, Michael and Cheyenne in the Sioux as well. AEW Collision, we're in Memphis, Tennessee. Dream matchup, Andrade El Ilo against American Dragon, Brian Danielson. This matchup was fantastic. This was a match of the year candidate, match of the week candidate. You want to see a hard-hitting chop fest? These guys chop the shit out of each other. Andrade El Ilo, American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson says he's retired in 2024. Promised his young daughter that he would do that. And the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, gets the win on Andrade El Ilolo. Wonderful matchup. Sky Blue took on Hollywood Halley J. And I want to tell you something about this Hollywood Halley J. Remember I was telling you about what Buckshot from the Sioux, one of my good friends, former SWA, Superior Wrestling Association, World's Heavyweight Champion, not around anymore, uh, Sioux St. Marie product. But Buckshot said, watch The Wrestler on Netflix. And you're welcome, Netflix, again. Um it was one season, seven episodes in this Hollywood. Hallie J wrestled for a while, uh, Women of Wrestling in uh, Los Angeles, California, uh, and also in Kentucky uh, for Ohio Valley Wrestling and for Al Snow, who owns it with two other guys. Hollywood Hallie J was 21 at the time they did it. She's 22 now. This girl's phenomenal. She got a shot in AEW. AEW has a working relation with OVW now. Sky Blue wins this matchup in a close one. Hollywood Hallie J look good. I like this gal. I'd like to see her get a contract. Bullet Club Golds, the Guns, Austin Colton uh, versus in with Jay White in their corner took on the Outrunners and the Bullet Club Gold go on to win this matchup. The Guns win this match. Memphis Street Fight, ROH World, and New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Open Weight Champion Eddie, Eddie Kingston in a non-title matchup versus Jeff Jarrett. Eddie Maher and Memphis announcer Dave Brown was joining on the commentating team. This went everywhere in the arena of Memphis Street Fight, and uh, it was awesome. And Jeff Jarrett loses to Eddie Kingston. Action Andretti versus the Redeemer Miro. Redeemer Miro destroyed Action Andretti, who has C.J. Parker, the Redeemer Miro's uh, strange wife. And the Miro destroyed him. Eddie Kingston was backstage stitching up. King says, Jay Lethal. You know why I made you jump through hoops during this title shot? It's because you call me a man who's not your blood uncle. Jay Lethal, I knew you used to love pro wrestling until you started hanging out with Jeff Jarrett. You're not a pro wrestler anymore, Jay. You're Jeff Jarrett's bitch. Lost your way. Get your title shot. Go ahead. Congratulations, but you better find your way before you come at me again. I forgot Jay Lethal did win this with the guitar shot. Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, FTR, take on Bad Thin Brown and... Bankston, two jobbers, and FTR went on to win this. Main event time for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Big Bill and Absolute Ricky Starks took on the Black Bull Combat Clubs, Wheeler Yuta and Claudio Castanoli. Big Bill and Absolute Ricky Starks win this matchup. Was really, really good. Enjoyed this very much. And uh, we saw the World Tag Team Champions retain Battle of Belts. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy against John Silver. And it was a good matchup. John Silver gave uh, 
Orange Cassidy a go at it for the international championship. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy retains. Alexi Nair interviews Andrea El Hilo. Andrea was interrupted by CJ Parker. She said with a little guidance, he could become the biggest wrestling star in the world. Tony Nese with Spark Mark Sterling took on ROH World Television Champion Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe destroyed Tony Nese. Chris Daylor and Willow Nightingale, really good matchup as Willow Nightingale loses this matchup. In the acclaim, beat Matt Menard, Angela Park, and Daniel Garcia to retain the AEW World Trios Championship. Uh, next week, we talk about WWE's Crown Jewel, NFL Week 8 predictions. Week 7 was not good this week for old EAS. And uh, so we've got the Dynamite results in. we got Raw results, NXT results. And uh, so we're going to go into uh, Week 8 of the NFL predictions. Uh, last week, we were 4-10. and 10. Overall, 13 and 16 record, but 4 and 10 last week, 13 and 16 overall. This is the worst in three years that uh, I've ever been in uh, picking for uh, any any of uh, my predictions. But week eight predictions the Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos. One of the Kansas City Chiefs, they won six straight. They'll go awesome. Broncos won last week in a fluke. Over the Green Bay Packers, I like Kansas City Chiefs. The Bucks and Bills, I picked the Bucks to win last night. They lost. Texans and Panthers, I like the Texans. Dallas over the Rams. Vikings over Green Bay. New Orleans over the Colts. Miami over the Pats. Jets over the Giants. Jags over the Steelers. Atlanta over the Titans. Eagles over Washington. Browns over the Seahawks, who have been looking really good. Ravens over the Cardinals. Their defense offense against Detroit was phenomenal. Um, San Francisco and the Bengals, I like the Bengals, uh, with Purdy on the bench with the concussion. I like, uh, the Bengals to win this, but pains me to say the Chargers will beat the Bears and the Detroit Lions will bounce back and destroy those nasty Las Vegas Raiders. Hate the Las Vegas Raiders very much. The Next VAS Achievement Wrestling Podcast is proud to bring in our very first sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles. Landon Teal is the man that took up EAS with a lot of his stuff in his sports room that you have seen on my Facebook page on Thursday for my show at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 989-329-1770. Text or call Landon Teal. He'll hook you up. I'm going to buy action figures, comics, cartoons, and pop culture items. to buy individual items or bulk collections. He's located in the Midland Mall near the Target. He is also following him on Google, Facebook, and Instagram. He's looking for vintage, modern, and used, and new stuff. Just mention the Desk of EAS, Chairman Wrestling Podcast, too. And Landon Teal at 989-329-1770. And Landon, my boy, will hook you up. TNT Toys and Collectibles inside the Midland Mall near Target. Landon Deals the Landon Teal is the man to get a hold of. 989-329-1770. Text or call him. He'll hook you up. Welcome back to the Desk VAS Chamber Wrestling Podcast, episode 153. Uh, 19,000 downloads. Big shout outs to Ron and Oxford, Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, Lee in Ohio, and Grayson Carrot in Midland, and my beautiful wife Jody here in the Sioux. EAS Playbook every week, exclusive to Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Our next show is looking at episode 131, 
founder of Eastern Championship Wrestling, now Extreme Championship Wrestling, Todd Gordon. Book of the Week, Best in the World by Chris Jericho, Wrestler of the Week, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. DVD of the Week, RKO, Out of Nowhere by Randy Orton. Top 10 singles and tag teams for the men. The Blackpool Combat Club, the number two contenders of the AEW World Tag Team titles, are at number 10. The House of Black, the number one contenders of the AEW Trios title, is at number 9. The Acclaim, the AEW Trios Tag Team Champions, down one notch from 7 to 8. The Creed Brothers, number two contenders of the NXT World Tag Team titles, back on the countdown at number 7. The Elite, the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Champions, up two notches from 8 to 6. Big Bill and Ricky Starks, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, fall three notches from 2 to 5. FTR, the number one contenders of the AEW World Tag Team titles, up one notch from 5 to 4. Stax and D'Angelo, number one contenders of the NXT World Tag Team titles, are at number 3 still. Chase U are the newly crowned NXT World Tag Team Champions. Congratulations to them. They're at number 2 in Judgment Day. The WWE World Tag Team Champions are at number 1. Roman Reigns, the WWE Undisputed Champion, falls four notches from 6 to 10. Rey Mysterio, the WWE United States Champion, is at number 9. Gunther, the Intercontinental Champions, at 8. Christian Cage, the TNT Champion, up one notch from 8 to 7. Hook, the FTW World Champion, up four big notches from 10 to 6. Eddie Kingston, the ROH World Champion, falls three notches from 2 to 5. Orange Cassidy, the AEW International Champion, still at number 4. MJF, the AEW World Champion, at number 3. LA Knight, the number one contender of the WWE Undisputed Championship, up three notches from 5 to 2. And Seth Frickin' Rollins, the WWE World Champion, is still number 1. Women's Top 10, Asuka, the number 2 contender of the WWE Undisputed Championship, is back on the countdown at number 10. Charlotte Flair, the number one contender of the WWE Undisputed title, is at number 9. Blitter Davenport, Port, the number two contender of the NXT world title, is back on the countdown at number eight. Roxanne Perez, the number one contender of the NXT world title, up two notches from nine to seven. Rhea Ripley, WWE world champion, down three notches from three to six. Io Sky, the WWE undisputed champion, up two notches from seven to five. Akira Shida, the AEW world champion, is at number four. Chris Statlander falls two notches from one to three. Timeless Tony Storm, the number one contender of the AEW world title, up three notches from five. The two and the new NXT World Heavyweight Champion up five huge notches from six to one is Lara Valkyria. And I like Lara Valkyria very, very much. EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, AEW Collision and Monday Night Raw. Match of the Week, Brian Danielson and Andrade El Idolo. Got um, Match of the Week nods. And also Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn on WWE's Raw was really good as well. We love you too, baby. Let me tell you what it's all about. But you know, Tony, we had the experience to watch one of the most horrifying things that ever I've ever seen in professional wrestling. I'm talking about an incident with Ronnie Garvin, where Jimmy Cornette stooped so low, so low that he couldn't take it no more, that he threw fire in Ronnie Garvin's face. But you know what you did, Jimmy Cornette? You threw fire in a man's face, but to stop him from making a living, to stop him from feeding his family. But you see things turn around a little later. Yeah. Because you come to find out, Jimmy Garvin was there. Jimmy Garvin and Ronnie Garvin, like I said, but let me tell you one thing. Blood, blood is a lot thicker than water, Jack. And your day is going to come, Jimmy Cornette, because I'll tell you anything. If the Garvins ever need the Rock and Roll Express, baby, we stand right there beside you, and we'll run them all the way back to Little Kentucky. And then again, let's talk about this tag team tournament that's coming up. For $1 million, the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup in Baltimore, Maryland. Now you got all these tag teams coming ahead telling them about how bad they are and all the things they can do. 
what you see and everybody else has known before. That the Rock and Roll Express, baby, can turn poison ivy into a great big rose bush, Jack. And that's exactly what's going to happen, baby, because we're coming there to mean business. And now, my favorite time of all is to talk about the NWA World Tag Team belts that I think politely belong to us, but the Raging Bull and Rick Rude have got them around their waist with that Paul Jones. Because you see, every time we wrestle these guys or girls or whatever you want to call them, they always got some kind of interference. They're running, Tony, or there's Paul Jones come coming right in. But let me tell you one thing, guys. One of the most dangerous matches and one of the best matches to have a little gut in is to stick a cage right around that ring. If you get it, guys, we don't care. Sign that match anywhere in the world. Because the Rock and Roll Express is the best. There's only one R&R &R right here, baby. And it is the Rock and Roll Express. And we love you. All right, fans. That was EAS flashback on the Rock and Roll Express. Ron, is, Ron from Knoxville is in the chat room. Thank you for the EAS rules. How's the weather in the rest of the world? It's mostly cloudy. It's sprinkling a little bit. And it's 55 degrees. This day in history, on October 26, 1979, Wildfire Tommy Rich defeats Killer Carl Cox for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship in Atlanta, Georgia. Also, please check out our sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles, at 680 Eastman Avenue in Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall, next to the Target. If you're looking to buy action figures, comics, cartoon, and pop culture items, they also will buy in bulk. Please contact them at 989-329-1770. Please let them know that the desk of EAS sent you. EAS is stock up or stock down. This week, stock up or stock down. Jay White, his stock is on the rise. Kenny Omega, his stock is up. Sami Zayn, stock is up. Jay Uso, stock is up. Orange Cassidy, stock is up. And EO Sky, stock is up. EAS is phase five for the men. Look like this. Number five, Brian Danielson debuts at five. Carmelo Hayes at four. MJF at three. Cody Rhodes at two. And LA Knight is number one. Women's fave five, Tiffany Stratton falls four notches from one to five. Lara Valkyrie debuts at number four. Becky Lynch falls one notch from two to three. And Rhea Ripley up three notches from five to two. And Jay Cargill moves from four to one. From four to one. The desk of EAS Entertainment would like to thank our biggest sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles, at 6800 Eastman Avenue in beautiful Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall. It's your blast from the past store items from your childhood and a huge collection of wrestling figures that buy, sell, and also they sell comic books and other novelty items. Contact the store owner, Landon, and tell them the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, sent you to TNT Toys and Collectibles in beautiful Midland, Michigan. Welcome back to the desk of EAS, champion of wrestling podcast, and welcome back to uh, Big Shouts, Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, Jonathan, Detroit, Haynes in West Virginia, and Buckshot in the Sioux, and Kim and Brad in Midland. Time for the EAS spotlight on the Macho Man, Randy Savage, born Randy Mario Poffo, November 15, 1952, in Columbus, Ohio. He passed away in Seminole, Florida on May 20th, 2011, age he was 58 years old. Had no kids. He was married to Miss Elizabeth, 1984 to 1992. Lynn Payne married in 2010 upon his death. He was the son of Angelo Poffo and brother to Lanny Poffo, who is deceased. 
as well. And uh, but Macho Man Randy Savage, before he wrestled, he was a baseball player. He played for the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cincinnati Reds in the Gulf Coast League back in 1971. Started early career in 1973 to 1985, professional wrestling career, wrestling for his father's organization, the ICW, which was around a long time. And uh, so he wrestled and he was the ICW World's Heavyweight Champion. He also wrestled in Georgia Championship Wrestling uh, against Terry the Goose Stevens and won the Georgia Championship Wrestling Heavyweight title. Only Anderson changed his name from Poffo, said he wrestled like a savage. That's how he got the savage name. Wrestling World Wrestling Federation from 1985 to 1994. Before he did that, he also wrestled in uh, ICW. We talked about that. He also feuded with King Jerry Lawler in Continental Wrestling Association, CWA, when he won the AWA Southern Heavyweight Championship. Uh, him and Laney battled the Rock and Roll Express in their feud, including a match on June 25th, 1984 in Memphis, where Savage injured Ricky Morton by pile driving him through the timekeeper's table, leading to the Express winning by disqualification. Later in 84, Savage turned babies and lined with Lawler against Jimmy Hart's first family. And Lawler again early 85 and resumed the feud with them over the title. This ended when Lawler beat Savage in the Loser Leaves Tom match on June 7th in Memphis. Went to the World Wrestling Federation, where he spent most of his career from 85 to 94. He was Intercontinental Champion, had the longest reign until the Hunk Tank Man broke that, and the Hunk Tank Man's record got broke by uh, by Walter, or you know what I mean? The current World's Heavyweight Champion, Gunther, uh, won the Intercontinental Championship and became the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. Long list. He's considered Macho Man Randy Savage's matchup with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at WrestleMania three. in my opinion, is still the greatest match in WrestleMania history, where Ricky the Dragon Steamboat beat Savage. There was 20... Uh, three count attempts, 11 by Savage and nine by Steamboat. Steamboat wins with a simple, small package. He was World's Heavyweight Champion, won a tournament at WrestleMania 4, became the World's Heavyweight Champion in a 14 match uh, tournament. He had a win in four matches. He defeated Million Dollar Man Teddy Biasi, who went to the final after two matches, won the World's Heavyweight title for the first time. He would retire, losing at WrestleMania 6, and a loser, uh, the loser must retire. Match against the Ultimate War at WrestleMania 7. Or at WrestleMania, yeah, WrestleMania 7. And uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage came back at WrestleMania 8 to win the World's Heavyweight Championship a second time from Nature Boy Ric Flair. He's married to Elizabeth Hewlett, better known as Elizabeth. He was part of the Mega Powers with Hulk Hogan. He turned on Hogan with Jelly C in his eyes, lost the World's Heavyweight title back to Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 5. Went to WCW where he was there from 95-96, won the World's Heavyweight Championship. Uh, New World Warriors, part of that in 97-98. Uh, Team Madness, 99-2000. He also was the big spot or big spokesman for Slim Jim. They actually have a savage stick, they call. Championship and accomplishments for the Macho Man Randy Savage, NWA's Mid-American Continental Wrestling Association, AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion twice, CW International Champion one time, NWA Mid American Champion three times, Grand Prix Wrestling, International Heavyweight Champion two times, Gulf Coast Championship Wrestling, Tag Team Champion once with Leaping Lanny Poffo, International Championship, ICW World Heavyweight Championship three times, Ilya DePaulo Legends of Odd Hall of Fame 2016, Pro Wrestling Illustrated Comeback of the Year in 1995. Feud of the Year in 1997 versus Diamond Dallas Page. Match of the Year in 1987 versus Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania 3. 
Osada Wrestler of the Year in 1989, Most Popular Wrestler of the Year in 1988, Stanley Western Award in 2011, Wrestler of the Year in 1988, ranked number two of the top 500 single wrestlers of PW500 in 1992, ranked number nine in the top 500 single wrestlers of PW years in 2003, ranked number 57 in the top 1500 tag teams of PW years with Hulk Hogan in 2003, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Uh, if anybody knows me, Macho Man Randy Savage is right up there uh, along with the game Triple H. Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame Class of 2009, United States Wrestling Association Unified World Heavyweight Champion once, WCW World Heavyweight Championship four times, though that made him a six-time World Heavyweight Champion. World War III won that to win it. World Cup of Wrestling won that. World Wrestling Council, North American Heavyweight Champion once. World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental Champion one time. World Heavyweight Champion twice. King of the Ring in 87. WWF World Heavyweight Championship Tournament in 88 won that. WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2015, his brother inducted him. Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Match of the Year 87 Rick versus Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania 3, most pro wrestler in 1992. Unimproved. 1992, I agree. Worst work match versus Hulk Hogan. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Hall of Fame Class of 1996. Before we head out the door, remember to follow me from the desk uh, from the EA desk of EAS Entertainment Wrestling Assembly on Facebook, Podbean Download 152 episodes. Follow me the exit EAS desk of 2004. Top 50 greatest wrestlers of Southwest Championship Wrestling, 10 to 5. And we're going to do the top 20 before we get to 10 to 5. Bruce Brody at 20, Rick Rude at 19, Adrian Street at number 18, Blackjack Mulligan at 17, Magnum TA at 16, Bob Wharton Jr. at 15, Manny Fernandez at 14, Chris Adams at 13, Iceman Parsons at 12, Nick Bachman at 11, Dick Slater at number 10, Shovel Guerrero at 9, Ted DiBiase at 8, Dick Murdoch at 7, Austin Idol at 6, now, also 10 to 5. So we got Dick Slater, Shovel Guerrero, Ted DiBiase, Dick Murdoch, Austin Idol, and Dory Funk Jr. Next week, the Mount Rushmore, the top 50 of the greatest wrestlers of Southwest Championship Wrestling. Also in two weeks, the top 50 super heavyweights, 50 to 41. Big shout-outs to Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, Jonathan, Detroit, Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grace and Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, Kelly in Kent, Michigan, Olivia in the Sioux, Landon in Midland. Also, Kim and Brad in Midland as well, Michael and Cheyenne in the Sioux. EAS Entertainment, copyright 2023. Love you all and have a wonderful day. We'll see you next week for episode 154.